Hello, everyone, and welcome to Delirium. This is our fourth episode, and it is January 21st, 2021. Today, we are going to talk about how everyone has some crazy relatives in the family, and our families are no exception to that. Um, we're going to talk about my brother, my dead grandpa, Yasha's uncle, and his brother. Doesn't everyone just love their brothers? Oh, I know. Yeah. It's the one with everyone has skeletons in the closet and ours are coming out. Some of them, not all of them, but some of them are coming out. So yeah. sit you back. You guys are getting a small sample of our family. It gets even worse than what we're about to describe. Which yeah, it, you'll there's see just not enough long. time. Yeah. <laughs> so we're yeah. just using sit back, relax grab a cold beer if you're over the age of 21 and if you're under the age of 21 grab a lemonade like how we used to like calling it over here <laughs> and welcome to del- welcome to delirium so yeah ben do you want to start us off with your brother zachary sure i'd love to where to start with zach i think a great area to start would be to talk about his ex-girlfriend annabelle so Zach, keep in mind, is only 14 and doesn't look like it. (laughs) (laughs) And when he met Annabelle, he was only 13. Okay. So he met Annabelle in school. Or no, I'm sorry. He met her over Instagram, which makes us even a little He slid into them DMs. (laughs) Yep, pretty much. So he slid into her DMs, they met up. They started dating, and I think they went out for a good nine months, and um, nine months She had that baby. (laughs) (laughs) No, she did not have a baby. Go on. Yes, and Zach the second was born. (laughs) The the Antichrist himself. (laughs) Yeah, basically. No, but um, they were nine months in, when Zach told me and my family that he was going to start saving up for his one year anniversary with Annabelle. Now, keep in mind, he still had three months to go for this one year anniversary. So it seemed a little off that he was going to save like well over $300 for something for Annabelle for a one year anniversary when they're only 14 years old. So, time. How does a fourteen-year-old acquire three hundred dollars? They don't have a job. Uh-oh. Yeah. Well, he does have a job at SkyZone. SkyZone employs people under the age of sixteen. Well, he may or may not have gotten fired, but <laughs> yes, he <laughs> used to have a job. <laughs> Are you telling me he lied to SkyZone about his age? No, no, not because of that. They do employ fourteen-year-olds. Huh. It was just, yeah. That's kind of illegal in Pennsylvania, but anyways. (laughs) (laughs) No, I think it's legal, believe it or not. It's just, it's weird. It's like only a few places do it. But okay, Okay. anyways. So he he worked and then he also asked my parents for money to do like chores and stuff. So he got about like $30 a week or something, which wasn't too difficult for him. But yeah, he saved up like $300 and he bought her a nice ring And we all thought it was just like a normal, nice 
anniversary ring jewelry girlfriend what like jewelry like yeah you go, babe. jewelry in general yeah so now we don't know this for sure but we think that zach may have proposed to her <laughs> at age 14 with a 300 dollar ring I found so, love at 14. <laughs> yes, exactly. Imagine how that would have ended. So it's not 100%, but me and my family definitely think it's a possibility. Um, and didn't, like, doesn't, didn't Annabelle's, like, mom and Annabelle really love Zach? Oh, yes. Good point. So that was really weird. Annabelle and her mom were like insanely into Zach and her mom would always make these comments about like how big Zach was and how he was like mighty and how he was a good man and um she would like drive Annabelle to see him just to like wave to him sometimes like at the gym one time Zach and I were leaving and apparently he had texted Annabelle that like he was leaving the gym and her mom drove her like 15 minutes just that's so insane that she could wave to him i was like okay that's a little weird can, can i give you my theory uh-huh i have a theory about your brother okay and for the viewers uh i should we should mention for them zach's 14 but this guy is like six feet six chunky big probably like a good 250 pounds right Oh yeah, he's on the football team for his high school. Too. Yeah, like that he's shows, a yeah, he's big offensive line material type boy, right? And he's also kind of a psychopath. And <laughs> I'm convinced, like, Annabelle's mom is like Loki kind of gold digger because your family's kind of well off. So, so oh, she's that, like no, trying to. That's another good point. Yeah, they were like Russian from Soviet Russia, <laughs> and you could definitely tell. <laughs> But go on, go on. How did Annabelle react to the proposal? <laughs> I don't know. But what we, what I do know is that they broke up the next day. So that can't be good. And I remember um, the reason that it all seemed a little fishy and we thought there may have been a proposal is because me and my mom had left them alone in the house for like an hour or so to go walk the dog. And, um, or to fuck. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> not you and your mom, Zach and Annabelle. I was going to say, whoa. Whoa, <laughs> no, 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 Zach and Annabelle. Not in Alabama. <laughs> <laughs> no, you hail from the great state of Georgia. Anyways. Yes. But when we came back, um, Annabelle was like on her phone and she didn't look angry, but she just looked like in a rush to leave kind of she had her bag on her shoulder oh you know she that putting look. her shoes on and she just looked like she was busy and then zach just seemed kind of like upset and angry and he had told us before we left to go walk our dog that he was going to give her the anniversary gift so you know it kind of you can jump to conclusions there imagine that there may have been a proposal 
here, here, let me set the scene, like, what I'm, from what I believe is the perspective of Annabelle. It's your boyfriend. He, you've been to his house multiple times. It's fine. It's just going to be a great day. I, you love your boyfriend. You're visiting. You walk in, and you see your boyfriend's brother and mom go out to walk the dog. Cool. You get some privacy, right? Maybe you'll kiss here or there, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That'll be fun. And then you go to the <laughs> living room, and then this giant band gets on his <laughs> knee, and even on his knee, he is still like towering above you. And he pulls out scummer, scrimmages <laughs> for, for a ring in his pocket, fumbles around a little because he's clumsy, of course, and pulls <laughs> yeah. out this ring and proposes. And remember, you're still 14. <laughs> yep, exactly. So, I mean, to be completely honest, I'm kind of surprised she didn't say yes. It kind of <laughs> seemed like she would have. Really? And, At that um, age? Yeah, well, that's why Zach did it, most likely. Because if I thought she would, then he definitely thought she would. Because, again, their family was just, like, so into him. And, like, it really seemed like she may have said yes. He but must he know did. how to behave in front of them, or they just like the fact that he's insane. <laughs> oh, he can be a very different person when he wants to be. Like, yeah, he can be really charming and nice. If it's, American if it's psycho style. <laughs> yeah. He's it's like what is that? Antisocial personality disorder. <laughs> you know, literally what's associated with sociopaths and psychopaths. Yeah. yeah. Just being able to completely transform your personality and be charming to people when it can benefit you, but then when you don't get your way, just be a complete asshole. Jesus. Yep. That's Zach. And I know we want to go, and there's this big crescendo of a story we want to get it because i was actually there too but i want you to set zach's personality a little more can you talk about like um i know you've mentioned to me briefly about his encounters with uh, your neighbors <laughs> oh yes so um if you're not aware the homeowners association is a common association in most neighborhoods where you know you have to pay like a monthly fee and there's like a president in the neighborhood that just checks on things regularly and takes complaints from neighbors if necessary and stuff like that and just like maintains order in the neighborhood and my brother has not been a friend of the homeowners association to say the least um what did he do well First thing he did is about like a month after we moved in, he broke a glass vase on one of our neighbor's driveway. Wait, wait. I don't know that, how exactly. Aren't the honest. houses between your mom's house and your neighbor's house like there's a good distance between them? I've been there. How does he do that? <laughs> it beats me. All I know is that my mom told me that the neighbors came over at some point um telling us that they saw zach break a glass vase on their driveway and that um apparently they had come to tell to confront him about it beforehand and he had come to the door with a knife in one hand like on top of the doorway so they felt threatened and didn't talk about it with him but then they came to see my mom once they saw that she had driven in 
and they said that he had broken a glass vase on their driveway, come to the door with a knife, and that um, they wanted him to go clean it up, which is fair. And he eventually did, after my mom yelled at him enough. So that's the story of the neighbors to our right. To yeah. the right. <laughs> to the right. <laughs> to the right, to the right, not to the left. I don't know if that's copyright, but to the left. <laughs> yeah, please don't sue us. No, no, no. <laughs> yeah. We're not making money off of this anyways. What are you going to take? Anyways, go on. <laughs> True. Okay. So now time for the neighbors on the left. So these neighbors are Russian, by the way, and they're like, really russian like they scream in russian a lot it's kind of funny it's i'm so- sensing a common theme he's always involved with the russians <laughs> yeah basically <laughs> whether it be russian girlfriend or russian neighbors they're surrounded by zach <laughs> yeah next next you're gonna tell me he pissed putin off somehow <laughs> oh my gosh yeah go on go on okay so With the neighbors on our left, it has always been an ongoing battle between Zach, the lawnmower, and their lawn. So what Zach likes to do is he will take our lawnmower and like mow four inches on their lawn, like off of our side. And then the Russian neighbors will get really pissed and then they'll like, Co yell at Zach while he's on the lawnmower to stop mowing their lawn. And he, as you know, he doesn't really take kind to people screaming at him. So he tends to scream back. And this has been going on for about a year now, where he continues to cut their lawn and they continue to yell at him and he just keeps doing it. So we don't have a great relationship with them. You know what's weird? Okay, so when I mow the lawn, I've accidentally cut into my neighbor's lawns, right? But they don't complain to me because I, like, is he mowing a lawn wrong? Like, does he do a bad job? Yeah, I should have added that part in. Yeah, he mows it on the lowest possible degree Uh or not degree, but like the lowest possible setting. So like like the grass is razor short. Yeah, really short. So short that like whenever the sun hits it during the summer, it just turns it like brown. Ah, ew. Yeah. So that happens. And I've told him like a million times to raise it to like three inches or four inches because, you know, that would be normal. But no, he has his pride. So he does it on one inch and all of our grass dies every summer. That's so dumb. Because, like, neighbors usually, if you, like, cut into their lawn, if you know how to mow a lawn, they don't care because you're basically doing free work for them. <laughs> yeah, no. Zach doesn't do it like that. He doesn't Who wins property. <laughs> yep. Oh, my God. So, for, for our viewers, we've Ben's, like, having, like, a mental breakdown talking about this. So, I'm, like, helping guide us through. <laughs> I am. I've we've set the character of Zachary Ben's younger brother and we're convinced and with his mom Ben's mom being a psychiatrist I think all three of us even his dad are convinced Zach is some form of a sociopath or a psychopath right could very well be 
could very well be. Yes. And you've heard stories of us setting his uh, setting his character. Now, Ben, I think I want you to walk us through what happened at Bible study. I was also there, so I'll help fill in parts that you may have forgotten. <laughs> but take us through it. Okay. So, Bible study. What a great story. So, this was over this past summer. Summer of 2020. When a- Yes, when a friend had invited me to go with her to a Bible study. And um, the reason that Zach came along to this Bible study was that uh, like a week before I was there, when she invited me, we actually were at an ice cream shop where we ran into Zach and my mom. And... uh, she had invited me and then she started talking to my mom and Zach and I don't know, just because a natural conversation, they started talking about the Bible study that I was going to go to. Our friend, and by then, the way, this is our common friend, Olivia, and she is a very religious and devout person in her faith. And yes. so Ben and Olivia were just hanging out. And then, so, sorry, I had to set Olivia because we can actually talk about her. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, no, thanks for setting that. Yeah. So uh, my mom then suggested to Zach that he should tag along with me. Oh, and no. Olivia added on to that. I was like, oh, yes, that would be such a great idea. And I was like, in secret, I took her aside. I was like, Olivia, I really don't think you want to do this. But she was insisting on it. So I was like, all right, screw it. This will be funny. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. I just had to point that out because that was funny. So Zach came along to Bible study. Yash was there too. Oh, and, and people uh, are going to wonder why. Sorry, I keep on cutting you off. But oh, no, no, no. It's fine. Wait, yeah. Why suck were you at setting there? the scene. <laughs> <laughs> um, Olivia goes to a Protestant church and in their local area. And um, they're actually pretty cool and accepting. I'm a particularly i have a weird relationship with the divine but at that point uh for simplicity's sake you can consider me uh agnostic agnostic is the simplest way of putting it and but i love studying religions and the philosophy of religions and stuff because i believe uh religions are actually what define a lot of human cultures right so I wanted to learn more about what the christian faith really believed because i've had experience with the christian faith but not too many positive ones. So I wanted to see what that was like. So Olivia brought me along. I've actually been to a couple of Bible studies at her church. They're fantastic people who are very accepting and I've had many like productive debates with them. Oh, definitely. this time, Zach, Zachary was brought <laughs> along and I was there and Ben was there and oh boy, take it from here. Yeah, no, you said it perfectly. They're very accepting. And they're really there just to teach people. And you did it the right way. You're there to learn, not to argue, right? Yeah. Well, Zach was there to argue, as you very well know. So I, I'd say, actually, for about a good 50 to 75% of the entire Bible study, Zach was fine. Like, he just kind of sat there and didn't say too much. He went along with everything. But then towards the end, when they started doing prayers and asking if anyone had questions, 
Ton, ton, ton. <laughs> yes. So I had asked Olivia actually a few days later a question. I think it was like, um, because I'm I like Yosh have used to be like agnostic as well and at points atheist. And I was like, um, if God exists, why do bad things happen to Christians and people in general? Yeah. And I mean, it's a good question, but like I didn't want to ask it because I felt like that was such a typical question. And she she was like edging me to ask it at the Bible study. I was like, no, no. And Zach overheard that. And he was like, what, is there a question? I'll ask it. And so (laughs) she told him. And then immediately he just screamed out. He was like, okay, well, if God exists, why do bad things happen to good people? And he just screamed it like super loud. And And which is a fair question. But yeah, the next no. part is what makes it bad. <laughs> <laughs> it's a fair question. Um, yeah. And so they were like, all right, all right. Everyone settled down. And they um, tried to talk to him about it. And they went over some Bible verses and some other stuff. So Zach did not take any of this lightly at all. What he did was come up with the story about how he had a dead mother. Keep in mind, our mother is alive well and a Christian herself. So that just makes it a little better. And he kept insisting that his mother was dead. And he, they were trying to explain it to him like, well, everything in the universe happens for a reason. And maybe God is trying to show you something blah 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 and at the end of the day after each person commented he was just like okay that's all great but my mother is still dead (laughs) (laughs) at one point olivia has this friend elijah yeah elijah straight up asks um zach like hey is there something personal you want to talk about your mom (laughs) being dead and zach goes no she's alive and well (laughs) yeah well because you have to understand guys like she's absolutely fine and he was just so insistent on it he was like my mother is dead like (laughs) (laughs) yeah and i remember specifically this was so funny but so sad there was some kid um a little chubbier and he, you could tell he's had some depression in his life. And he was talking a, a very nice story about like how he had struggled with depression for a while, right? And he was like, God helped me through it. And Zach just looked at him like dead in the eye after he was done telling the story. And he was like kind of smirking almost. And he kind of like laughed to himself. And he was like, that's all good and great, buddy, but my mother is still dead. Like my mom is dead. I want that on a t-shirt. If we ever get big, it'll be on a t-shirt. Exactly. And and I think at that point, Yash, me and you were just cringing, right? Like we were just in our seats, like dead. I went from laughing and be like, oh my God, this is great too. 
holding it's like one of those foldable chairs and it's holding the bottom part and just shaking and like looking at olivia like i want and you and and we were like furiously texting each other like oh my god i just want to hide in a corner because we were sitting right next to him and we came in with him and i did not want to be associated with him same yep (laughs) i remember texting olivia at some point like are you happy <laughs> she invited him. Have I brought you joy, woman? <laughs> yeah, that kind of brought me a little bit of joy, not gonna lie. But and I am also glad that you guys got to see what Zach was like, because like I wanted you to see that. I've not... only heard stories. That was yeah. like the I was experience. like, they probably think I'm making him up. I was like, I really need them to see him. So I'm glad that happened. Just wow. But yeah, that is um Zach's uh, experience with the catholic the protestant church i will say i don't know which one exactly but he behaves the same way with everyone pretty much in life and and by the way can i just add on now that uh, he attends a catholic high school but anyways oh oh, of course he does (laughs) so he probably probably talks about his dead mom to like every teacher he sees on a daily basis oh no 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 now he told me that one of his favorite things to do is sit at home outside next to the fire and read the Bible with my mom, which is a pretty staunching contrast to a few months ago, which is interesting. You know what? Good for him. I think it's an act. You think it's an act, but good for him. (laughs) Oh, no, no. I'm, I'm like fully aware that what he's doing is probably reading the sections of the Bible that are like, gays are not okay. Abortions should not be allowed. All Muslims can go die. That's probably what he's reading. Oh, no. Yeah. (sighs) Now, you told me there is one more story. (laughs) Oh, okay. This one isn't really bad about Zach all that much, honestly. It's just kind of funny. Go for it. (laughs) It displays his clumsiness and his childish side, so I thought I should share it. Um... One time, me, him, and my dad were in Orlando, Florida on vacation, and um, we've, we'd been driving all day because um, this was like our first day of checking into the Universal Resort or wherever we were staring, staying. And so we were driving, trying to find a place to eat lunch at because we were all starving to death. And so we found this um, this Italian place that served really good pizza, apparently. And so we went in, sat down. There was nobody there, which should have been the first red flag because at the time COVID wasn't a thing. And so we sat down, waiter offered us some water and um, Zach spilled his glass of water. So we just were like, oh, okay. Uh, Can someone just clean this up for us? And so they did. And at this point we ordered our food and everything was fine. Now, keep in mind, my brother and my dad get really hangry. So we had ordered our food and it had been about 15 minutes before we got anything yeah we didn't get bread we didn't get any appetizers nothing so my brother and my dad were both on edge and (laughs) my brother had drank in his first cup of water so the waiter refilled it and five minutes go by he's really on edge and he knocks that water glass over (laughs) 
<laughs> so at this point, there have been two glasses of water knocked over by Zach. All those kids in Africa with that water just crying. <laughs> yes. The white people over here in Florida just tipping glasses over. So <laughs> after that, we see the chef walking into the restaurant. <laughs> it's been 20 minutes and we have not gotten any food and we just see the chef walking into the restaurant and we ask the waiter like are you serious did the chef actually just walk in <laughs> like we've been waiting here for nothing and the guy's like yeah he got stuck on the highway or something so we're like all right fine just get us our food quickly please so we wait another 10 minutes okay so you're nothing. an hour you're about like an over a little over an hour in no, no, but well, 45 minutes, yeah. Oh, okay. And we've literally had nothing to eat the entire day. And they're both like pissed at this point because they haven't eaten anything. And me too, I'm getting angry. I'm like, I want a cheeseburger. Your yeah. family is a bunch of tall people, especially the guys. Like, if you oh, even my mom is tall. Yeah. Yeah. She's yeah but, six foot. Yeah. She, your mom's not, your mom's or taller five, than me. <laughs> wait, five. 10. 10 or 5'11", I think. She's shorter than me, so she's like 5'10". But yeah, like she's a tall woman, right? But like yeah. you boys are like, you're all chunky. <laughs> oh, yeah. We're well, all you're... over 200 pounds. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you're not. You're, you're, you're uh, more well, leaned out. I used to be. You so, used to be. You work out now. Anyways, go on. <laughs> yeah. So anyways, we're 45 minutes in. Chef has just walked in, and Zach has knocked over two glasses of water. Three wow. angry chunky men. <laughs> <laughs> yes. After the one-hour mark, we're about to walk out, right? But they bring over bread. So we start eating that and we eat it all in like a minute. Zach then proceeds to knock over a third glass oh, of no. water. <laughs> oh, no. So, I must think he's doing it on purpose. No, he's not, honestly. This is just showing how clumsy he can be sometimes. So... My dad is now like screaming at Zach and I'm just like kind of laughing in the corner, <laughs> but also <laughs> embarrassed because yeah. the Guilt by association. up his third glass of water. So we've eaten our bread. We wait another 15 minutes and <laughs> my dad throws down like $10 on the table and we're about to walk out, right? Zach stands up and knocks over a fourth no. glass of Dude, water. This is not real. How is this real? This is so funny and it's so real. The amount of I, secondhand embarrassment, if I were you, I would have gotten, I think I would have actually keeled over and started crying. I walked out of the restaurant. That's what <laughs> I did. <laughs> you didn't even get your food? No. Well, we had no food. We had the bread. So... <laughs> My dad was like, fuck this. And he starts screaming at Zach. And he's and then the waiter comes over. He starts to clean up Zach's fourth. Glass I feel bad of for water. this waiter because it's not his fault the chef's late. <laughs> yeah. And then I, I literally walk out of the restaurant and get in the car. I was just my mind had quit at that point. And then yeah, I was like just angry at him for a good 30 minutes. And then I started laughing after about 30 minutes. But yeah, that was just a funny situation. Damn. Rip my boy's rip my boy waiter. You had to <laughs> clean all that mess up and the chef wasn't even there. Honestly, they shouldn't have said they shouldn't 
I don't know. They shouldn't have taken an order or something. They should have told you guys something if the chef wasn't there. But yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's the thing, though. I kind of do have a grudge against that waiter because he could have <laughs> said something. But no, he just let us sit there for 15 minutes. True. More like an hour with nothing but bread. Sad. <laughs> yeah. Oh, boy. And that is that is just a portion of Zach and who he is. There's just That's a small, minute portion. Yeah, we wish we could go over everything, but it's now there's too much. This is not the Zach podcast. Yeah, we'll take him to another Bible study. Yeah, yeah. If stories come up, they'll they'll just come up with time. Yeah. Um, honestly, before we move on to uh, our next character from your family, uh, I wanted to say this, man. At the start, when we first started making this podcast, we were worried we'd run out of stories too quickly. Now I'm just worried we're like we're just it's going to take forever to get to stuff. <laughs> so that's your wonderful brother, Zach. Now, I want to hear about the next character on our list. He is sadly no longer with us. May he rest in peace. Go on, Ben. Take it away. Ah, yes. All right. Next, we will be talking about one of my deceased grandpas, John Sr. So... Oh, first, I think I should mention that um, all of my grandparents seem to have died, like, at the same time, literally within, like, a three-month period. Suicide pact. Suicide. I'm kidding. <laughs> Suicide squad. <laughs> I'm yes. kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> no. <laughs> but, yeah. Um, it was really bad. This was, like, uh, during my junior year of high school. And they literally just all decided to drop dead at one point in time. And it was weird that I didn't really feel much emotion. That was the more concerning part. And then it kind of all hit me, like, after all of them had died and we were on break. And I got kind of sad for a while. Um, so that wasn't too bad. I just thought I should mention that they all died at the same time. It kind of goes along with Ben Luck. Um, but anyways, on to Grandpa John. So, Grandpa John was quite an interesting guy. He was a doctor, might I add on, an osteopathic doctor. Um, he lived in Florida, and he was involved with a Mexican drug cartel. Woo! You know, like, everyone has that one relative involved with the cartel. <laughs> yes, exactly. So... He lives or lived in a large estate in Florida. Um, and I think it was worth like $3 million or something, which shows he was getting a lot of mortgage money from somewhere. So um, he lived there for a while and then he died and um, the property was left to one of my uncles and we found out that my grandpa was involved with the Mexican cartel because when we visited the house after he died we saw like at least 15 different people that were like high on meth and um, <laughs> we actually saw a hole in the ceiling from where they had cooked meth at some point and we were like wait meth okay. leaves holes in ceilings 
I don't know enough about drugs. <laughs> I don't know if it was meth, but some drug had created something. Did that? Seat. Like a hole right above uh, the kitchen. So we knew, and there was also a hole in the bathroom too. So either drugs were involved, or these people were like lumberjacks or something that were high, <laughs> which is a possibility. Mexican hide lumberjacks, perfect. Yes. So, um, basically, yeah, he was involved with drugs. He also sold prescription drugs at some point and was arrested for that. And for anyone who's remember... working, for anyone who's wondering, <laughs> look up Lando Lake's doctor arrested for writing false prescriptions. <laughs> Anyways. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and um, yeah, I remember at some point going down there and uh, we were going to his place of work and um, he had just finished working and we were waiting in the car for him and some guy got out of his office with him and he had a gun and <laughs> I was like, oh, who's that mom? Because my mom was with us in the car and she was like, oh, it's just a friend. And little did I realize that that was most likely a bodyguard because Damn. we were in a dark alley. I only ever saw that guy one time. It wasn't like he was part of the family or anything. And all I know is that after he was arrested, I never saw that guy again. So Wait, the bodyguard was with the bodyguard. What? The bodyguard was arrested? No, no, no. My grandpa. Oh, okay, okay. This was back when he was alive. Got it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. So that just shows you a little bit crazy. So, um, yes, he was a doctor. He bounced around from place to place, sold some illegal drugs, both prescription and meth and cocaine and stuff. Oh, adding on to that. Wait, I have a question. How does a doctor yes. get his hands on meth and cocaine? I understand the prescription drugs. Oh, okay. <laughs> yes. That's what I was saying earlier. He was definitely part of the cartel. Because when we visited after his death, we saw that the cartel was there. But um, kind of a funny story is... Um, my mom told me that one time when uh, my grandpa was uh, working in Georgia, he actually would fly to work often because he was also a private pilot. So he had his own small plane. Um, this plane was pretty flimsy as I understand because um, as you'll see, when he was flying into work one day, he was uh, flying to this airport that was like literally part of the hospital that he was flying into to interview at. So he didn't actually have a job there yet. He was just interviewing there for a job. So he landed at the what runway. What type of doctor is he? An uh, he was a general surgeon, I believe. And he's flying. Interesting. Anyways, yes. I've never heard of a doctor doing that. That's insane. Well, back in like the 80s, I guess it was more common. 
Sounds more like a superstar anyways. Exactly. He was such a badass. So this is why I want to become an osteopathic physician, by the way. Just a small tangent. <laughs> so you can be like your grandpa. Okay, Ben. Yes. Anyways. So he was flying into the hospital and everything was great until the very end of the runway where he kind of crashed the plane. So What? Yeah. <laughs> no. Oh my God. So luckily he survived and he was also right next to a hospital. (laughs) He's about to interview. (laughs) Yeah, that's where he was going to interview at. So the interviewee physician crashes his plane, gets transported to the hospital, and apparently he refused all the medications that they wanted to give him. Why? Because, like, he didn't believe in them or something. He's a doctor! Yes, and wait for it. He has the interview and gets hired at that hospital. I don't believe this. What? (laughs) Yeah. Yep, that's right. Oh, my God. The man crashes his plane, gets sent to the hospital right next to him, refuses his meds, and still gets hired. What's the name of this hospital again? Oh, I have no idea. Oh, okay. I'll have to get back to you on that. But interesting. Yeah. As I understand it, he was a very good surgeon. So, like, he probably was... a superstar. I think he was honestly, because like, because there's no way they're putting up... up with this shit. Other yeah. than that, like, why would you hire a guy that just crashed at your location and refused help? God, I aspire to be like, he's like Dr. Strange, just like, just a complete ass with so much money and just being like, hookah, hookah. And, but he's just an amazing surgeon, so it doesn't matter. I know. I literally aspire to be like him. There's a reason I'm getting my private pilot license. And True. I'm an osteopathic physician. There See? is a saying, be who you can afford to be. And man, did that man really be who he could afford to be, which was many things. Oh, 100%. Yeah. And, like, until the day he died, he was literally a badass. Um, Respect. Yes. Respect. All right. I mean, let's see. That pretty much sums it up with him. Oh, and I should also mention that uh, problems with the law definitely run in the family, as his son, my uncle, may or may not have allegedly, like, shot or not shot someone, brought a gun to someone's house and, like, waved it around at them and maybe, like... Allegedly. Supreme Court case. But anyways. Not Supreme Court. <laughs> like, State Court. State Supreme Court. Yes, exactly. Yeah. We're not going to go into more because it's an active trial and the facts are being disputed. And for legal purposes, delirium does not support or endorse any violent acts towards any individuals. We just talk about alleged, and this story is just alleged and not a proven fact. Yes. And now it's my turn. (laughs) Oh, yes. Plenty of crazy to go around in Yasha's family as well. Now, originally when we made this podcast, uh, well, this episode, I thought, oh, like, let's just talk about Ben's crazy family. And now he wants to drag mine down with him. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. If I'm going down, you're going down with me, Yash. Now, today I was thinking for all the, because you were worried about the legal purposes of like, 
are the stories we tell. And I was thinking, because I actually took business law, is everything we state on Delirium right now is technically hearsay because all of these stories are stories we heard from someone else who witnessed it. And hearsay is not viable in court. And also, at least my stories are past the statute of limitations. <laughs> Wait, but like, wasn't there a rapper that got arrested because there was something in his rap song that like connected him to murder? And then yeah, they connect, and then they convicted him. That's that's him convince, confessing himself. He I think he said his gang did it, not him though. I have no clue what you're talking about, but okay. Moving on. <laughs> Let's, okay. Yeah, Ben and his dumb rat dumbass rappers. <laughs> yes. We're gonna we're gonna start with my uncle's narco friend. Oh boy. Okay. So everyone follow me, we're going on a trip. It's the year 2016 and my uncle, AKA my uh, mom's younger brother, who we'll just refer to as Billy for the sake of it, is getting married, right? And Billy has some friends and one of those friends, let's call him Samuel. Samuel, Samuel's family, according to my uncle, owns a perfume shop on the border of Texas, okay? Oh, yes. What else could it be? That makes perfect sense. A perfume shop, right? You know, for there. all the um, incoming immigrants. Yes, that are for all leave. their fragrance need, their high quality <laughs> fragrance, fragrance needs. needs. They now, may have no money, but they're going to buy some cologne. <laughs> wow, isn't that stereotypical? You're telling me Mexican people don't have money, Ben? Okay, <laughs> I'm gonna, yes. I'm going to get you canceled. Mexican people that are like climbing over to the US probably don't have too much money. We are probably going to get canceled for that. Anyways, okay. so the thing was, my my uncle, he was like having like a little pre-party with his friends. And my mom's like sent me with him because she thought, oh, if the 16-year-old is with them, they won't do anything, right? Well, so we drive over and we go to this hotel and it's a pretty good looking hotel, but I've never been to this hotel before, right? And as I go up, I know my uncle tells me that his friend rented out the entire hotel floor. I can tell because once we get to our hotel floor, there's just like hordes of his friend that I friends yeah, that yeah. I just didn't know and they're just partying and chilling just like so he just casually rented out an entire floor a hotel floor yeah this one guy Samuel who, who totally just owns a perfume shop right and yes. and I walk into their room like a couple of like his main people are sitting and I sit down and this one guy um, brings out this uh, case and in this case cushioned is this tequila bottle that looks more expensive than a college tuition and that was my first taste of alcohol. So now you know why I have like very high standards. I'm hoping to find that tequila bottle again because that was amazing. And mm. my uncle's friend Samuel also gave me my first shot glass, which I can't find right now. It's annoying me, but I'll find it eventually. And it's just amazing. <laughs> it's like yes, Ben's It's a very it. pretty shot glass. It's been engraved well. Doesn't it have like cool Mexican lettering on it too or something? Probably, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And how much did you say that bottle was worth of tequila? The bottle of tequila, I am, I think it's like around $1,500. Like, oh my gosh. It, it, it looked, it, it was a smallish bottle, like a medium-sized bottle, but it looked hefty and it tasted like wealth. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, so. What my uncle ends up telling, so I had, so I had a drink or two here and there, but not much. But it tasted amazing, and I ended up like uh, my uncle 
later just ended up like driving me home while because he wanted to have a party with his friends right but he was telling me of how this guy is like probably like a narco because <laughs> really a perfume shop on the border of texas i don't believe it i don't oh believe. my god yeah that guy must have been and, selling a lot of chanel and and apparently he brought his dog on a first class like seat with him and all and all of my uncle's friends i'm like oh my god oh yeah completely normal <laughs> yeah just yeah you know so my first taste of alcohol was with a literal narco probably but we don't know him and he doesn't listen to this podcast hopefully so please don't kill me and if you're trying to find me i don't live in pennsylvania i live in indiana west lafayette purdue university oh my gosh i thought you were about to say my address (laughs) (laughs) i should okay there's no point on me giving them your address because you live like only 10 miles away from me that's a good point yes you could just if he tells that yeah if he tells you guys my address just go down Smith Drive, and he's stop, the first stop, house on stop, the left. People, no, no, stop, stop. People will like actually find your house somehow. There's a lot of Smith Drives. So it's okay. That's true. That like a lot of Smiths in this world. I, sure. Okay. Narco friends. That's whatever. But let's talk about the real character of the story. From my side is my brother. Just like how Zach is the bane of Ben's family. My brother. Mm. We'll call him just uh, Matthew. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh why matthew because i want any other name yes now we're going with matthew my brother matthew the, the word tr- that okay. that name triggers ben and you guys will find that later yeah, why you guys will understand why in a few episodes but yes go once on. we once we get over the post-traumatic shock anyways ben i don't have i haven't really told anyone much about my brother so i'm going to tell i'm going to start establishing my brother's character for you a little right the first okay, time my mm-hmm. brother ran away from this was way before I was born because he was my he's my half brother right so there's an age gap between me and him right so my first yeah. the first time my brother ran away he was eight years old and he ran away for three days. <laughs> so second, he like actually ran away from yeah, home. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like he was just gone. The second oh time he ran, ran away from home, he was fourteen, and this was every time he would just get into arguments with like my dad about stupid stuff, right? And I'm like, yeah, sure, people fight their parents, but seriously, running away at that age. Damn, he was pretty stubborn. Yeah, but eventually what happened was I was born in India, and this all happened in India. I was born in this city in India called Chandigarh, right? And apparently while I was a baby, my brother got involved with like a local like school gang, (laughs) like a straight up school gang, right? Crips of India, yeah. The Crips of India. (laughs) Please don't say that. We're going to get killed. <laughs> uh, but yeah, he got like, but like this, it was like, but this gang just wasn't within the school. Like it was like within a city, but he found some bad people at school that like kind of made him join. Right. So around this time period, this is like, I'm going to say 2002, 2003. So I would have been one or two years old. Right. Not really aware of my surroundings. Um, apparently my dad so originally, my dad was being recruited during this time period. My dad was being recruited by different hospitals in Australia and America. And he was debating which hospital to go to, either UPMC in America or some hospital in Australia that I don't remember really, right? And mm-hmm. what happened was he got an Australian passport and an American passport, right? Mm-hmm. But apparently, one of these gangs, the Indian Crips, as you call them, convinced my <laughs> yes. brother to 
trying to steal the the passports so they so they could forge it and replicate passports like create fake passports right oh my god so they wanted your brother to steal your dad's passports to america and australia yeah yeah like like those would probably be valuable that's valuable and insane like oh my god why would you do that right uh-huh. apparently he only got his hands he actually got his hands on the Australian one right but he couldn't get his hands on the American one and my dad didn't want like I don't know like my brother to really like deal with like the consequences of all that right I mean mm-hmm. he obviously like you know disciplined him severely <laughs> <laughs> well good yeah but, but he still loved him yeah yeah but but yeah. that's and and that's why instead of going to Australia we came to America Oh my gosh, because he had the American one. Yeah. But the Australian one was stolen by yeah, his and, brother. And it's past uh, statute of limitations. So no one online can do anything. Um, and I was in India anyways. But yeah, my dad didn't want my brother to get in trouble for that legally. So that's just the Australian was just gone. I assumed he canceled it or something. <laughs> oh my gosh. What if there's a guy walking around in Australia right now with your dad's that's, passport? It's like like, hello, I am Dr. Kewa. <laughs> Yes. I am here. <laughs> Pretending to be a fake doctor, just going around killing people. No. Hey, Netflix, make that a show. No, but yeah, that should give you like an idea of like my brother's character of how insane he was. Yeah, he must have been really insane to want to steal his uh he got deep into that gang stuff. Like but yeah. like that's that's why my dad was also eager to leave. Because it's like, well, you know, can't they can't they can't really do much about him if he's not in America. <laughs> yeah. The Indian Crips do not endorse their power all the way to the United States. So I think we're safe Good. from them. So he's not with the American Crips now, is he? Please don't mention the American Crips. They could actually kill us. He wasn't even with the Indian Crips. Stop calling them that. Just in local Indian I, gang. Local Indian gang. <laughs> you know, the cow herders, we'll call it. <laughs> and then apparently my brother kept on causing so much trouble and like when we got to america like he would run away from home in america and stuff like wild child and he's supposed to be the oldest he's the oldest one he's supposed to be the responsible one but nope mm-hmm. like i would remember growing up he would be at our home for like weeks at a time and then he would just disappear <laughs> and I'm like okay bro <laughs> was he like heavy into drugs and alcohol oh yeah Oh yeah, and then apparently when my dad found out that he was like really into smoking and all of that, um, he just was like, "All right, no, screw this, you're just gone." And he sent my brother back to India, and my dad came from like a not so good part, and he sent my brother back (laughs) there, right? And then like my brother sent him back there. Yeah, and my brother just spent like a year or two back in India, and then got his act together, being like, "I don't want this life for myself." Okay. He came back went to college graduated from college and now he's like a like a cyber sec- it's isn't it ironic he's a cyber security manager at a company in pittsburgh oh my gosh that's the last thing he should be doing no no <laughs> he, he's grown as a person he has a kid now okay. he's married that's good though he's yeah, had a, yeah. it he's just had took some harsh reality to make very harsh realities bit. no no not just harsh realities just a lot of self-sabotage and i'm like what are you doing you, you understand like when I say I'm the good child, I am the good child, right? But the bar is so low. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty bad if you're the good child. Yeah, like, I go, I, I go into crazy adventures, but I, I haven't done, like, 
all, all our the illegal stuff we've ever done is just speeding and misdemeanors when it comes to driving because we're stupid <laughs> exactly we don't do like hard drugs all the time and like disappear for weeks on end or run away Technic- yet. Yet. <laughs> yet. <laughs> technically the candies we take are n- not completely legal in pennsylvania but i have a feeling they will be in five years <laughs> yeah so that makes it okay that makes it okay De- they're legal in other states <laughs> Yes. Oh, we should talk about our business plan that we have. One of our many business plans, the weed farm. Okay. So, Go yeah, for it. I, I just figured why not? It's a good idea, good time to talk about it's it. It's a good transition. So, yeah. So like one of the many business plans that me and Yash have is to start a weed farm in Pennsylvania because right now marijuana is only um, legal for medical use and the idea is that once it becomes legal for recreational use like in new jersey and nevada and california a lot of other states which could be something it's legal in new jersey now yeah new jersey as of 2021 okay cool Mm -hmm. yeah and the idea is that once it switches from medical to recreational um then there's a lot of profit to be taken there so so we're basically pre-med bio majors that have come up with almost <laughs> every idea to avoid med school because we just we want it's just still hard like okay we'll get good grades but god do we not want to do it <laughs> we literally like just like don't want to work at all <laughs> just like okay means. well no that's not true we're willing to work at stuff that we find interesting or at least it's lucrative and we think would be fun to do like business trading yeah starting our own business podcasting stuff Pod- like that yeah the viewership slowly growing who knows maybe this will blow up <laughs> yeah guys tell your friends Woo-hoo. and not the police <laughs> Yeah, it's not the police. <laughs> oh, <cool>. anyways. <laughs> okay. All right. Where were you, Yash? Well, there you go. That's just a portion of the crazy stuff that's happened within our families. There will be, maybe there will be more later. We'll see. It just, we don't know what we're going to do. There will just... definitely be more, Yash. Don't worry. I'm sure there will be more. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> okay. But thank you for joining us for Skeletons in the Closet, episode four, and we'll see you next time. Bye-bye.